Welcome everybody to the Modern Maker Podcast. This is episode 6 for March 23rd. With me as always, Chris Salamone. How's it going everybody? And unfortunately, Ben is not with us this week, but we've got a great guest to replace him. So everyone, welcome Laura Kampf to the podcast. <laughs> Hi, guys. Yeah, hey, round of applause. Well, it's I awesome like first guest. guest applause. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do like a, a clap track. There you go. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. Thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's one in the morning here in Germany, so um, I might be a bit slow to answer your questions. We but won't hold I'm you fine. to anything crazy you say. Yeah, that's, <laughs> t- that's totally fine. Okay, so you, you mentioned you're from Germany, but let's say there's some people out here that are listening to the podcast and they don't already know who you are. Right. So give them like a two-minute about me Ooh, like description. Yeah. That's always the hardest thing to do, right? Because oh, it's absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. You can do 30 so, seconds if that's easier. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, I could start by saying that I make videos for YouTube um, because I had a hard time focusing on one profession. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, actually, I'm a designer. I studied design, and I got into making during during that and uh, I never I never stopped it so eventually I found the maker scene online and then I got into that and I wanted to be more a part of it than just a consumer so I started making a video myself and I found that this is exactly what I want to do and I've, I've been focusing on that for the last um, one and a half years I think right that's great you're doing yeah. a good job at it too <laughs> yeah really thank you yeah. Thank you. Okay, so normally we open up the show with just kind of talking about what we're working on. So I'm not going to send it back to you. I'm going to send it to Chris. What oh, are you awesome. working on, man? Well, I'm going to send it to Laura. No, just joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, so not a whole lot new this week, actually. So I, I finished off the desk build that I was doing for those tech guys. I keep calling them the tech guys. Um, yeah. It's just another YouTube channel that is a big technology-based channel. So there wasn't really that much to it. It was actually kind of just putting it together and outsourcing a lot of stuff, but they picked it up yesterday, uh, yesterday evening. And so I think they're probably going to, f- they were planning on filming today, but now I think they had to push it back till next week. So I'm just going to get that video ready to go and then just kind of insert the final shots once they have their whole setup. What's up? So that one was like, you are modifying a desk. You didn't build yeah. it from scratch, right? Exactly. So like, what yeah. was kind of the process on that? So it's pretty Without much, giving away too much. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I'll, ruin anything but basically it was this desk that had these two thin plywood panels on the front and the back and what they wanted to do was on the front panel of the one they wanted to route out a big shape a big spot for a plexiglass window with a shape and then they'll light it from behind so that it'll you know what they print it'll be a silhouette and then they can change the color of the light that's behind it so there really wasn't a whole lot to it it was just kind of like setting up files and getting it cnc routed and printed and then on the inside we had to take out so there was this whole like metal wire management system inside of it that we had to take out because it would have blocked most of the light that would have been in it and then just weld in a couple little thin like one inch wide strips of metal so that the magnets on the panel could still attach to something but mm-hmm. that it they don't block the light basically so that's pretty mm-hmm. much all there was to it so right on it doesn't What's look next? too cool right now but it should look cool once they get it all set up and lit and everything and then Next, this weekend, I'm going to start the record player cabinet that I've been talking about. So I'm excited for this one. You've been me talking too. about it. I, I'm ready to see <laughs> it. I know. I've talked it up too much. Um, yeah. There's a lot of hype. you got to yeah, live up to it, man. I might just quit YouTube. Forget it. I can't live up to it. No, but um, yeah, I'm going to start it this weekend. Hopefully, um, it'll, this one's going to be a while because it's going to be pretty big. So I'll say April, early April, I'll put it out. 
Okay. So everybody just go into hibernation mode right now and wake up in six weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not early April. That's that's late April. Is it? Okay, fine. Six five weeks. weeks, yeah. Okay, okay, there we go. What do you I got going on? <laughs> um, this week I wrapped up the leather folding chair thing I was talking about, and it came out really cool. I, it's a walnut frame and with some brass hardware that makes everything fold together. So it's a really cool combination. I know Laura does a lot of brass and walnut, so that's kind of where I yeah. like wanted to do it. I think uh, one of the first videos I actually saw from you, it was those. It was like the brass and walnut, the kind of like tins that you made. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that was like the first like time I kind of saw like that combo, and I really dug, I, I dug it, and so I kind of wanted to do something like that since. Um, yeah, and yeah, it came out really cool. Awesome. After that, yeah. yeah. And after that, I worked on the leather, which was a lot of fun. I didn't chicken out this time. I didn't go with the vinyl like I did on the bed. And it was also really, really cool. I had been putting it off just because I wouldn't say I was nervous. I just didn't want to commit commit the time to trying it and then just being terrible at it and failing. Uh, I'll say so you I, were nervous. Oh, okay, no. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll we'll say go there. I'll admit no. it for you. <laughs> <laughs> but it came out really cool. I had no idea that hand stitching would take so long. I just did something called a, a saddle stitch, which I know nothing about uh, sewing, so don't like expect a ton of great information <laughs> from my end. But I did a saddle stitch, which is supposed to be really simple. You can do it by hand and not need a machine, which I don't have a machine, so that was good. And, yeah, it came out really cool. It was a lot of fun. The leather's really neat. And I'm excited to put the video out, which will be out the day that the podcast comes out. So check it out if you haven't seen it. I'm excited for it. Nice. After that, I'm running, or I'm going to do a desk next, which I'm also excited about. It seems like I'm excited about every project. You're an excited <laughs> guy. That's yeah. the way to do it. I think that's just the go-to response. And I'm really excited about it. <laughs> I'm um, bummed out about this desk I'm yeah. going to make. I'm going, I'm, next, I'm going to be building a desk, and I am seriously dreading it. No. Uh, but <laughs> I found some really cool uh, table legs for the desk on tablelegs.com. Not a sponsor, which is fine, but... They're these really cool, kind of mid-century, they're like tapered round legs. It was something that I just don't have the capacity to do in my shop. I don't have a lathe to do it with. So, you know, and plus it just makes it easy for other people that don't have access to a lathe. They'll be able to order them and be able to make a desk too. But the, the construction of it is really simple. It's basically just a rectangular box with some drawers. It'll be with walnut, and then the drawer faces will be white. So a nice little walnut and white combo this time. Nice. nice. Hey, Mike, real quick question. So going, since you're talking about, like, you know, it'll be easier for people to order those legs. Mm -hmm. With your projects, like, what percentage of them would you say your intent is for that people should be able to build them? Like, you know, most people should. Is that kind of your main focus with... Most it was projects? whenever I started, that was the whole goal. But I've gotten uh-huh. to the point where I want I want to try and step outside of my comfort zone a little bit more. So the folding chairs, like the the information is completely there. If someone wants to build that, great. You know what I mean? I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a cutting template that people can download for free. Okay. The, the everything will be there. I don't expect a ton of people to build it, but if someone wants to, I want the information available. And gotcha. you know. So, but like with the desk, this is definitely something that I'm definitely going to reference for people to build. Right. Uh, I kind of try and split that up because I know a lot of people that watch my channel are also building things. And I know some people just like to watch it and see cool stuff getting made. So I try and right. kind of cater to both audiences as best I can. Cool. Yeah. Laura, what are you up to? Awesome. 
Um, this week I want to build a bench top workbench, like a mini woodworking workbench that sits on top of my of my big workbench. Because um, I don't know if you if you've seen my workbench, but it's really messy and it's full of you know spray paint and glue yeah. and whatnot. Okay. So whenever I have a woodworking project and I'm always too lazy to cover it, and then I need to sand off all the paint scratches that you know rubs off on the workpiece, and I I really hate that. Plus. Um, I feel it's really uncomfortable to when you do hand planing or dovetailing to be bent down that much on a regular table level. So I saw a picture uh, from a woodwork, uh, fine woodworking, something like that, mm-hmm. where a dude made a really tiny workbench that sits on top of the regular workbench, and I thought that's perfect. I want to try that. Yeah, nice. How much taller yeah. does it sit up than the workbench surface? Um, well, it depends on how often I mess up the legs again, because yeah. I already <laughs> lost five centimeters. <laughs> but I think I will have it maybe 15 centimeters okay, taller. Okay, so that's like six so inches, it's, it's I not think. T- yeah, it's, it's yeah. not too it's not too high, but it's just a little lift up. And it's going to have a vise, so I need to have some space to attach the vise under the, you know... Is there some way it's attaching to the workbench or is it just sit on top of it and just the weight of it kind of keeps it there? Um, I want to have the legs be clampable Mm -hmm. to the workbench. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, it's just a nice little project. And I started off using um, German beech wood which I never worked with before, and it's crazy, crazy hot. And um, I I, I don't know. I think I sabotaged myself because I didn't really want to work with it, but it was like the... Yeah, you 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 build a bench top out of beechwood because it's kind of it's not cheap, but it's the cheapest solution, and it's still super hard, and it's a okay. straight wood. Yeah. Um. So, but I had this maple offcut thing or leftover from another table build, and I really wanted to work with that. And well, I decided to go with the beechwood, and I made one mistake after the other. It was really terrible. I was I was feeling like oh, I I did a, like, like my first woodworking project or something. Right. It was <laughs> right, yeah. super frustrating, and it ended up with me having like I made some tenons and mortise um, joints. And I didn't, I didn't pay attention to the grain, and of course, like all the tenants broke off. And it's like, okay, no, I need to scrap this. Good I times. need to start fresh. Yeah. yeah. And this time, I will use the maple that I really wanted to work with, and I have okay. a beautiful piece of um, plum wood, which is not the right wood at all to use in a workbench, but it's so nice, and I really want to use it. Plum so. wood. I've, n- I've never even like heard of people using that. Is it, a, oh, is yeah, it pretty hard? Is it soft? It's soft and it's almost like um, oil of wood. Have you mm-hmm. worked with oil of or seen it? Like it's kind of oily. Okay. Um, and since the trees are so small, it's a nightmare to, to harvest, if that's the right word. Yeah. Um, and, and my wood guy, he just had a little supply and it's... It's terrible <laughs> because the <laughs> um, yeah, there are cracks everywhere, and you really need to need to study the piece to find the correct piece of the what is that slab yeah. that you can use. Yeah, um, and the slabs are super small and yeah, cracked all the way through. But it's beautiful. It is so nice. It goes from almost white to a red, and then a little purple in it, and darker browns. It's it's just beautiful. Wow, that's awesome. So yeah. I guess that kind of leads into. A question that I didn't have written down for you, but it just kind of, you brought it up, so I'll ask, do you typically go in, like, pretty planned out, or do you just kind of go in there and start cutting? 
No, I just go in there and start. Yeah. Sometimes I um, I try to get back to sketching more because a lot of my mistakes are proportion mistakes that I make that mm -hmm. I should have been able to foresee if I took the time to sketch more. So I am I've gotten better with that um, in the last few months to at least sit down for 10 minutes and make a rough sketch. But usually I'm so antsy I just want to get started. That's me too. And the, yeah, the project kind of designs itself. Um, and because I make so many mistakes, it's always better to not have a super clear vision right. because I need to I need to keep it in flux to <laughs> to hide my mistakes. Right. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of yeah. have the same yeah, idea. And also, is I feel like if I if if I sketch more, maybe I'll make less mistakes. But if I try mm -hmm. and stick to a really rigid plan, when I do mess up, then I'm going to be really bummed out and really just not know what to do or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I feel like it's it's gotten like this is this is my method almost that I'm all always improvising. Mm -hmm. I have this rough idea. I I know that I want to build a table at least or a workbench, <laughs> and this is what I want to use because I'm interested in this kind of wood or this is the technique I want to try because I got this new tool. So there's always um, an idea and some material or some tool. And that's mostly it. So I see what I have, what you know, what I have to work with, and then I get started. Very so cool. yeah. when you go in there then, because I know like, for example, on the farmhouse table that you built, like, I don't know, a mm -hmm. couple months ago, um, mm -hmm. I remember towards the end of that video, you showed you like sketching in your book and you had, I don't mm -hmm. know if it was like your kind of first iteration of the design. Is that kind of like what the plan that you go in there with? Like, this is the general look and then you just let it yeah, go? Yeah, the, the, those sketches, um, I usually, like, I, I start to build something and then when I sit um, or a coffee in the morning I, try, I sketch the details or okay. while building it I write down some dimensions in case I want to copy it and this is um, what I said before I really want to get better at this because those sketches are um, kind of cool to have and I have so many yeah. projects that I that would be really hard to reproduce because I never have this plan and I never like I don't remember how I did it the next day. Right. Like, right. I don't know. <laughs> Just got to go back and watch the videos. Exactly. Teach yourself. <laughs> Relearn. Yeah, but like, yeah. do you have that too? Like all the stuff that you didn't document, everything that you built, and you don't even have a picture because, I don't know, you were just yeah. jumping to the next project. And yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so something I was I, I wanted to talk about, and if you can't talk about it, that's totally fine, but I know you're shooting mm -hmm. a TV show. Mm -hmm. It's going to air in Germany, so I don't know how much you can talk about it, and I don't know how much you can give away about it, but I've, I've been like really interested to hear about it, because you're the first person right. in the YouTube space that's like done that's doing a TV show. Yeah, but the TV show, like I can talk about everything. We're almost okay. done shooting, um, and I think this weekend we're shooting the last two, two days, and then it will air in April. What's but it going to be called? TV um, it's called Schrott or Not. <laughs> what does that translate so to? Yeah, that means is it trash or is it not? Okay, gotcha. Basically. Okay. So, that's what I was but thinking. the TV thing, um, it's it's less about me. It's more about um, the kids that are like we take them to the junkyard and they get. I don't know. You have to build. I, I cannot say what we're building, but you have to build this and that, and then they need to collect the junk, and then we're going to my place. And there are two teams competing against each other, and they have limited time. And of course, they not—they're not used to working with tools or constructing stuff. So it's always very hectic, and yeah. So the kids have no um, experience at all. I mean, some of them have just working with the fathers, fathers a little mm -hmm. bit, but mostly they're just regular kids, not growing up in shops. So it's more. Um, 
Like my job is to make sure that everything works and help them construct it. And then okay. they're decorating it, they're painting it, they're having the initial idea. So it's cool because it's very, um, yeah, it's just a new experience to have this team and to be a host for something like this. And yeah, that's crazy. Going into it, I didn't really realize what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody, like, when we after the first block of shooting, they sent me a rough cut, and I saw myself, and I'm like, oh, my God, now I cannot look at this. This is like, I'm, I'm realizing now that this is going to be on TV. So, uh -huh. like, till, till today, I haven't seen anything yet. I'm just going with the flow, and I hope I hope somebody will tell me if I'm messing up tremendously. Right. How hard is stop it? Me. Yeah. How hard <laughs> is it to just not be in any control? Because that's one of the things about making your own videos is you're shooting it, you're editing it, I mean, you're in yeah. it, and on this, it's just like, I'm here, I'll show up, I'll do what I'm supposed to, but I hope you guys don't yeah. make me look bad, I guess, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. Um, I think it's wonderful, to be honest. Really? <laughs> because, yeah, it's such a break yeah. from everything I'm doing beside, you know, that thing, and yeah, especially the last two years where I quit my job and tried to make this business, and yeah, there's so many or so much responsibility mm -hmm. and everything is, you know, stressing me out a bit. You know, you're nervous about that. And then you you go there and you make money just standing around <laughs> drinking coffee. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's really nice. And the kids are awesome. Um, we're shooting in, in my workshop, which gives me a lot of confidence that... I'm still kind of in control. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, plus, yeah. I mean, the people doing it hopefully are professional, so they're going to yes, make you look exactly. better than you even yeah. are in real life. And then, you know, it's not like you're just, like, having your neighbor from down the street, like, here, here you go, edit this together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's super professional, and we have, like, great camera guys. Right. And, yeah, it, it will be fine. And it was a good, very good experience for me um, to just do it and to realize that, I don't know, I just don't, I'm not afraid of the camera probably because of the whole YouTube thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it feels, it feels okay. It feels cool to, you know, talk to the camera. And that's, yeah, that's something that really surprised me because I thought this would be super stressful for me. And I was just doing it for the money, basically. <laughs> but now, um, She's yeah, a sellout. I really enjoyed no, it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> doing am. it for the money. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Though. Mm -hmm. When is it there? Yeah, I like it. Uh, next month, yeah. It will be like we shot um, four episodes with each two, um, two what is that, like two parts yeah. for, mm -hmm. for four episodes. So it's eight 20-minute episodes. Cool. Oh, is there going to be some way that like it's going to be online in any way? No, I, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, they haven't decided yet, but yeah. I, I hope so. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. I want to see it, so I'm sure a lot of people would. <laughs> Send us some tapes. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> just, it was actually, um, I have it. to say, yep. it was it was awesome to, to um, do something in German. Right, which I, I believe never, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was imagine. just, ah, oh, this is holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay, so here, I'll, I'll go into another question. Mm -hmm. So this one, uh, let's say that you could spend a month collaborating with another YouTuber. I'll take myself out of the running. But who would it be and why? <laughs> so and Mike, Mike's off the table, too. Yeah, okay. I mean, I know I'm the shoe in answer, but let's just say that I'm... No. Let's just say, yeah. Let's just so say that, I'm filming a show in Germany for the month. <laughs> in German? Yeah. Um, is, that, is that for me or is that... Yeah, that's, that's You know what? You. Let's do it for everybody. We'll all go around okay, the table. Yeah, but we'll yeah. start with you since, since okay. we're kind of throwing questions at you anyways. Okay. But then we well, can't say Laura either because... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I'm thinking like maybe Adam Savage. Is he? Does he count as a YouTuber? Yeah, Probably, I, right? I would say yeah. so. Yeah, I would love to just um, yeah check out his shop and check out his mind. Yeah, because he's like he's fantastic. I love I love everything about his process. Um, I would like to learn how, a little bit about the prop making stuff and like because I never uh, worked with uh, foam or never really worked with plastics and all this glue stuff it's it's super interesting I think yeah. I could I could learn a lot and also I mean he's not only working with these crazy materials but he has crazy machining skills mm -hmm. and yeah there will be something that I would like to pick up right on I would nice. pick I'm not gonna pick a maker um, okay well, I'm actually going to say the slow-mo guys. Do you know who they are? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would choose them. And I would just kind of like be there. I would honestly just be there to be a part of it almost. And then, you know, whatever they want to, if they want to blow something up, maybe I can help build it. Or if they want to, whatever it is, like I could just help them make things and then just be a PA almost. I think that would be really cool. Because, um, yeah, I think there's some things that would look really cool in slow motion, but they probably don't really have the capacity to do, whether that's mm -hmm. like catapult, like building a catapult and then yeah. throw it, throwing like something so it explodes in midair. I think that would be super cool. <laughs> but, you know, they probably don't have the capacity to do that. I don't even know that I could build a catapult, but I could try. You know I what I mean? Could. So you could. I think like there's a there's an easy like oh man I would love to like hang out with like Jimmy Duresser I'd love to hang out with you know you know uh, one of the big makers but mm -hmm. I think that's kind of a cool little out of the box one. That's true. Right. What about you, Chris? Okay, so I kind of have two answers. So the first one that pops into my mind is Jimmy because mm -hmm. I view him as like kind of the embodiment of the most opposite of what I do. Absolutely. Where he's just like very much like by the seat of your pants and just go out and do it. So it'd be cool if some of that could rub off onto me, which, you know, because I'd, I'd like to be more like that in some ways. I also think that you'd probably learn so much from him because he just has so much experience, like, you know, there's probably just like all these little tips that like aren't even written down anywhere that you just kind of mm -hmm. learn from being on the job site and doing stuff. So it'd be cool to pick up some of that. Yeah. Um, my other answer would be the wood whisperer. Yeah. Just uh, to Mark. learn. I would just, yeah. That, yeah, that would be it. Yeah. So there'd be a couple of reasons because he was the first guy that like I found when I first started getting into woodworking. Yeah. He was and one of the first couple for me too. Yeah. I think it, it would also just be, yeah, like a chance to refine specific skills more and also just like personality wise i think it'd be fun yeah we could drive so. around in his honda <laughs> get a little bit of honda money yep. <laughs> that's funny all right what's our next question chris i know chris has uh, like i came up with a couple questions chris came up with a list i was not expecting it so he's gonna throw out a couple more than i am so awesome. all right let's see okay so oh hang on i bumped into my microphone okay all be right, professional so, come on sorry so this one's probably only for, for Laura, but we can, we can chime in too if we want. Okay. Um, so in your project videos, well, actually, you know, here, we'll skip this one. Let's see, let's see this one. Okay. Are you so sure? I, yeah, yeah, okay. here we go. So I know that you do vlogs from time to time, but in your project videos, you don't talk. So I just was wondering, what, is there any like, big reason behind that or what brought you to that decision? Uh, first of all, because like my first video, I was so shy i can i think there's no real scene where you can even see my face or <laughs> like my my hands really i was so shy and so intimidated by the mm -hmm. camera and i thought yeah i don't know it was clear to me that i wanted music instead of workshop noises that was just an aesthetic um, right. decision um and with the 
yeah, I was debating, do I do it in English, do I do it in German? And then I decided, you know what, just get the video out because yeah. I was thinking maybe I could do a voiceover that would keep like the stress level a bit lower for me. Right. Um, and then I decided not to do a voiceover and all and just do it to do it with the music. Mm -hmm. And I stuck with it because it's, I'm not doing instructional videos at all. Right. right. So it doesn't really make makes sense for me to really explain what I'm doing because I'm and I also like the challenge to explain it visually because it's uh -huh. it's sometimes really hard to do to keep the keep the viewer engaged and keep them on track and make sure that they know where they are and what's going on and what the last step was what's the, what's the next step going to be right. so um I do I do like that kind of storytelling plus it was I think I, plus it yeah. was really unique I mean I know a lot of people do it now, but at the time, most of it was either people would talk to the camera or it would be a voiceover-based stuff. So that kind of did yeah. kind of give you a style or a recognizable style, which I think is definitely beneficial. Now, here's yeah. kind of a follow-up question to that. So, mm -hmm. you know, I do do voiceovers in mine, but sometimes I'll kind of, like, get off topic and start, like, telling a story or whatever. And then I'll get a bunch of comments from people like, I would have liked this video if you would just talk about the project instead mm -hmm. of, like, telling these stories. And so do you get comments like that? Like, oh, do people... Man. Tell yeah. You? Okay. Yes. People tell me all all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I get that from time to time. Um, but I mean, there are so many awesome channels out there, and I guess some people are looking for a very um, detailed narration. I can totally understand that. I enjoy those videos myself. But when I started to make my first video, like I'm my own reference point, so. I'm trying to make videos that, that I enjoy. And the way that I learn is rarely um, from somebody else telling me how to do it um, and more about the experience and yeah. everything that interests me about this whole, about making stuff or building stuff is just the process and to to experience that. So I always try to make my videos very short. I don't want to um, emphasize that this is, so much work and you have to spend so much money and blah 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 so i just try to keep it light and easy and more inspirational than educational and also because i mess up so much and i don't know what what the hell i'm doing most of the time yeah. it feels yeah. really weird to give advice same right, question yeah, for you chris because it makes okay. sense because you have like a very specific way of making videos too like what you're talking about just kind of just rambling on yeah i mean i don't say that in a bad way but you know well, what i mean just you. kind of like it's very conversational i guess is what i would say. that's what i really like about your videos yeah. when i when i first saw them thank you because yeah that's such Same a here. good idea yeah so to kind of go back to a point that laura touched on and when she was talking about enjoying what you're doing and kind of like doing what you like so mm -hmm. that's the main reason that i do it is that's part of the enjoyment for me is making the the narration for it and kind of i don't know trying to like put a cap on things at the end and like give it a little bit more weight than it would have otherwise yeah mm -hmm. um so i think that's kind of what it comes down to for me i think people discount that the the importance of doing what you enjoy doing because if you're not doing that it just becomes work and then you might get burnt yeah. out on it more easily so it just kind of yeah. keeps you going more was there an influence yeah. there because a lot of times when people kind of have a certain kind of style you can kind of see them like graduate into it right it's not usually but with yours your first video was still like in the kind of style that you're doing which honestly it kind of just happened by accident yeah it's just kind of like uh okay so it's funny because when you talk to a camera which is something i want to do more of and get better at but Same. 
it's weird. Like you would think that it's going to be, oh, you're just by yourself. You're talking to camera totally easy. It's just like talking in front of a group of people. Like you get that same anxiety and like, yes. it just, it might be even weirder because it feels more awkward because you're like, I'm talking to myself. Yep. Yeah. But, yep. Yeah. So I, I tried a little bit of that and it just like, wasn't me. It just didn't feel right. And I'm yeah. sure I can get better at it if I practice it more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's kind of what led me to say, okay, I'm going to try the voiceover route. And I thought about just doing it silent in the beginning, or, you know, instrumental and just mm-hmm. like low saw noises. And actually, I, I would like to do a video at some point where I actually, because, you know, a lot of videos you can hear the machine noise, but it's, it's usually kind of like an annoyance. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be cool to actually do a video where you used good microphones to capture the noise really good and just like made it add that like extra dimension mm-hmm. to the woodwork so that's yeah. something i might play around with in the future That'd too be cool. absolutely do you know um get hands dirty yeah the channel yeah absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah i think i think she does a great job with the audio that terrarium video uh, she did i i don't i don't know how like well it's been received by everyone else but i thought it was awesome like i, I, I haven't it. seen it yet but it's very cool which that's what it was yeah. whether it's it's no voiceover it's just everything is like very close up in terms of like the mm-hmm. video itself it's all very close up and the audio is super clean and mm-hmm. it's just it's great it's really good yeah i mean and that's at the end of the day that's that's what it all what it's all about right to find your own voice yep. and that's usually i mean it takes some time to to get to to get to know your own preferences and get to know how you work and you know what's fun for you and what's not and to avoid all the stuff that is less um, entertaining for yourself. And then you end up with a video that you really like. And some people right. <laughs> will like it too and, and others won't. Yeah. You know, that's that's the way it is. But that that is what YouTube is about. And it's mm-hmm. such a great, great, great place to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I kind of think about that, that probably the style that I use does alienate some people. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of that coin is the people who like it, like it more than yeah. if I was just you know, trying to be something else. I think yeah, so. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I mean, yeah, like the, the tone on YouTube is, is rough in general. So sometimes I have comments like, man, what a, f- what a stupid project, whatever, like something really negative. And then sometimes I take the time and go like, dude, I'm really sorry I didn't like it. You know, maybe this is, maybe next time, the next yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then people, you know, they change their mind like, oh, no, sorry, big fan. I just wanted to yeah. let you know that it's really hard for me to find plywood. And this is why I don't like the, you know, what? what? Like, yeah. wh- wh- you know, I, I, don't, Sometimes I don't understand. Sometimes it's really hard to, like, get your tone across, too, when, when you're reading yeah. comments. Because a lot of times, because yeah. I've gotten to the point now where if it's, like, negative, I just delete it. But that mm-hmm. was t- yeah, me too. Like, me too. Because at, at a certain, because you get more comments. I mean, the more views you get, the more comments you get. So, whenever, right. like a year or so ago, when I wasn't getting as many, I could really like if someone had something negative to say, I would really take the time and be like, you know, like what you were saying is like, sorry you didn't dig it. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. you'll like the next one. Or if they're just like, oh man, I, I don't like this, I would ask them be like, what don't you like about it? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you clicked it mm-hmm. for a reason. So yeah, sure. it's not just like you stumbled across this video and you hate woodworking, so you want to let me know yeah. about it. There had to have been something like maybe specific <laughs> that you didn't like. And there, are, yeah. there were definitely some times where people sounded a lot meaner than they really were, where they're just like, yeah. oh, no, I just I wouldn't have used those legs. And it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. well, you should have said that, not like, oh, this <laughs> project's terrible. Don't yeah. do this. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Yeah. So yeah, look, I I wouldn't have used those legs, and that's why I called your mother a whore. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's all I'm asking for. 
that, that clears things up. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a crazy, crazy space, the comment section. Especially, I think it's always, like, when you have a video that performs really well yeah. and you're really mm-hmm. proud, and then... On the other hand, you get all those new people yep. that don't know what your channel is about, and they all, you know, like those those trolls come in with the uh, with the popular videos, and it's always like, ah, man, I wish that video didn't perform that well because right, it's a double-edged it it's, it it's a double-edged sword. It's like, yeah, I, wa- I yeah. want the exposure, but then again, there's going to be a lot more hate. So yeah. see, I haven't had that problem yet. Yeah, you have. But I'm just. <laughs> but well, actually, that that kind of brings up a an interesting question that is obviously just for Laura. But you know, uh, we all get the negative comments, but I'm sure there's an extra dimension to it being a girl mm. that oh, yeah. Mike and I don't have to deal with. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah, get like a I, lot of, or yeah. even if it's like, do you get like backhanded compliments where people are like, oh, that's good for a girl or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, I get that, but I get like a lot of like this morning, and that, like that's the thing that really annoys me the most because of the time difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I have this new sleeping schedule where I wake up like twice at night to <laughs> check my phone. <laughs> which that's is, commitment. I don't know. It just yeah, it is. Um, no, but because like important, less about the comment section, but it like important emails yeah. they always come at night so yeah i'm awake at night and then you check your phone and it was this morning at four or something <laughs> i checked my phone it was like is is he a tranny oh. like what <laughs> i mean like it's it's in the title yeah, you know, it's know. The, like it says laura like my logo is everywhere yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so i get a lot of that and do you have people I get, yeah. do you have pretty like so I had a I've had a couple of videos that for whatever reason people didn't like as much, but thankfully it's one of those things like I didn't check the comments after I posted the video for like six hours and there was some negative stuff, but I had other people commenting and like backing right. me up. I, that was the best mm-hmm. feeling in the world where like some people yeah. left some negative stuff and I was like, crap, man, I don't want to deal with this. So I went to yeah, reply and I looked and there was already like four or five other replies of people being like, hey, get out of here with the negativity yeah. and stuff. But, so that was really cool. Like, I'm sure that happens with y'all a lot too. Yeah, absolutely. But I have to say that I t- have a tendency to delete all the arguments yeah. because I don't want to... I, I know that a lot of kids are watching my videos mm-hmm. and I don't want to... And usually, like, those heated arguments, they get voted up. So that's, like, the first thing you see. Yeah. And on my last video, I was really proud. And then there was, like, a 25,000 comment argument about why I'm still not using the guard on my angle grinder. And people are yelling and screaming and defending yeah. me and not defending me. And it's like, nah, dude, like, this is not what this is all about. It was, like, a one-second shot and I knew it. I knew it when I <laughs> right. shot it. Like, don't do yeah. it <laughs> yeah so it does i, I, I you, delete it yeah it does kind of make you like think twice about doing certain things sometimes when you're filming you're like oh uh, yeah i'll do this differently just because yeah. i don't want the comments Definitely. i i use safety gear way more than i would have otherwise that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, no, that's definitely a positive. <laughs> like, it's one of those things, like, sometimes, like, if I'm doing a quick chop saw cut, normally I would just get it lined up and just make sure it's not in my face. You know, I'm not going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, nope, got to put the gear on. Say, like, yeah. I don't even think I'm in frame. But if I am, I got to be sure I got glasses on and stuff like that. So it's yeah. a positive. Yeah, I wear safety glasses too now, but um, which is definitely good. Yeah. But this angle grinder thing, I don't know. I feel I've gotten to a point like where I can't give in anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. <I've laughs> Just stand it's your ground. Too far already. Been, like yeah. that—that's what you stand your ground on—is a- the angle grinder guard. <laughs> yeah, yes. You can have everything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, to to put a cap on that conversation, I'll just 
share one uh, in, one thing that I heard that somebody said that I think was really smart. I was having lunch with those guys from the tech channel, and, and one of the guys said, "Don't confuse." Uh, commenters with viewers yeah because that's like uh, such a small percentage of your audience are the people that comment so like you know don't try to change what you're doing based off of what people are saying that's true yeah because usually the l- that's absolutely yeah. true. and a lot of times the 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 loudest voices heard are the ones that aren't don't have the best things to say so. yeah 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 that's true but then again uh, yeah so there's to, a lot of positive just, comments out there so we don't want to act like it's oh, just yeah. all negative out there like to everyone no, that does no, say no, nice no. things no 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 we love it we appreciate Absolutely. it that's one of the biggest like motivation things that we we have so yeah it really I don't is. even admit to kind of liking the negative comments sometimes they're, they're funny some sometimes. people are clever some people are clever but they are it's just like the whole um to get back to the question like the whole being a girl on youtube i yeah. don't know i mean I, I bet there are like guys who get shit for other reasons or you know yeah. everybody has a i don't know um tar- target everyone's point got like or... the easy thing to go for oh yeah, yeah exactly so um yeah but um april wilkerson and i we have this we have this game where we send each other like the worst comments or the worst words to put on each other's blacklist so by now our blacklists bliss blacklists by now our blacklists are pretty much yeah pretty much um bulletproof like nothing goes through there really? <laughs> without getting filtered like every word like i learned so much from yeah from the black a lot of american slang yeah. yeah she's like i didn't know what from these genitalia. Yeah. i didn't know this word existed but i don't like it <laughs> that's funny yes, you have to teach us some uh, nasty german words that, I that we can use that's episode two people yeah. stay tuned yeah. all right so something i wanted to talk about and this works great because Normally, Chris is the only guy of our group on Patreon, but right now I'm the only guy not on Patreon. So I just wanted to, like, I don't know, I guess I wanted to talk about y'all two's experience with Patreon, because it's something Chris really hadn't had the opportunity to talk about on the show, and I think it could just Mm -hmm. be a cool little topic for a little bit. So, okay. It's kind of fitting, because today is the one-year anniversary from when I put up my first video. Congrats. Oh, wow. Thank you. So... If you would have told... So, first off, I didn't expect to achieve what I've achieved so far in this year. But if I would, if I were to go back in time and have a conversation with myself now and you were to tell me everything that's going to happen in the next year, mm-hmm. I think the thing that would be most shocking to me is actually the Patreon support that I have. Yeah. Just to think that, like, oh, man, that many people would be willing to support you with their hard-earned money and, and actually, like, care that much about what you're doing and enjoy what you're doing that much. Yeah. So that's been really powerful for me. And I'll say also, it's it was probably the most nerve-wracking thing that I did starting it in terms of, like, you know, you start it and you're like, oh, what if I only get, like, $4? Yeah. Like, exactly. You're going to feel like you <laughs> failed at it or whatever. Yeah. Um, so seeing it like get that momentum and getting at least past that point where you feel like, okay, I made the right decision. Um, it's, it's been awesome. Honestly, like it's, it's awesome. I mean, I I don't, I can't think of another way to say it. It's crazy to think that people would support you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And this is like one thing, a lot of people and you must hear that all the time as well. Uh, well you have your full-time job, uh, still, right? Well, yes, I still work full-time. Yeah, well, then it's more for Mike that, like, oh, my God, like, the security and being self-employed and blah, blah, blah. And Patreon is this one thing that gives me so much sense of security right. and so much comfort because... Yeah. You can depend on it. Um, I know. Yeah, absolutely. And those guys, they're not, they're not paying for the video or they, like, they, this is not an, an exchange. Right, they're this not expecting something pure, in return. 
exactly. So this is pure support, and that like just just thinking about it, I could I could cry because I think this is, I mean, yeah, what, 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 wow, <laughs> this is just so awesome. Yeah, we're so, both like, speechless. There yeah, we, we are. So if I get sick for a week, like I or for months, like worst case, like I don't have to worry about it. Like everything, like the the essential, most essential things are covered, and I could still communicate with them without putting out a video. I could still have you know a vlog or talk to them, and this is um like this is the hardcore community, I think. Yeah. And right. this whole comment section thing is completely different in Patreon, and I hope this will grow over time that you can have actually more conversations there with your. Right. with your patreon guys yeah. that's awesome yeah it's uh yeah. it's funny like when so when i started doing sponsored videos because i i had actually started patreon before i ever did a sponsored video and so i actually went to them at that time and said like hey guys what do you think about me doing sponsorships because i wanted to make sure they're not going to feel like well, wait why am i supporting yeah. you here and then you're mm-hmm, taking sponsorships mm-hmm. they were like so everybody like across the board super supportive and it's funny like they're almost they're like less judgy on you than the people who aren't paying yeah in a exactly way. It's yeah weird. absolutely because they want you I to think, succeed is, that's like the whole idea yes. is they want yeah. what's best like yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like they're our mom yeah they're my mom yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true i guess it should be called matreon <laughs> right. it's enough of that yeah all right chris i think we have yeah. time for one more solid question before we roll into okay, the hypothetical so pick your best. solid one real quick. Yeah, yeah. Don't let us down okay, with this let's one. See. It, it needs to be. It needs to be. Good, we got some good. downtime. I gotta. I gotta think. <laughs> well, we already kind of covered some of the other ones that I asked. I, here's a real short one we can do while I think. Okay. I, was, I was gonna say, as a European, how much do you despise the inch? <laughs> the inch. I, I don't even have a like. I don't think about that at all. I don't even have a system for that in my head. Yeah. I just ignore it. See, that's the. I think that's the beautiful <laughs> thing about living in Europe is. They everything is metric, whereas here in the U.S., it's like if you're working on something and it happens to have like a metric sized like bolt on it, you're like, crap! Now I gotta go yeah. find what like I gotta go uh, find a wrench for it. But everything there is like <laughs> it's all metric, so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. I just ordered a bunch of um, tape measures. That, I saw those. that are branded. Yeah, well, I don't have the good because I had them a couple months ago, but now I ordered really proper ones, uh-huh. and they have inch and. Um, metric like at the same imperial and do you find yourself looking at it and being like wait what is that what no i ignore it yeah <laughs> yeah like do you even do you know how I don't tall see you it. are <laughs> no. In imperial? no i just know as the, the subway sandwich thing like a, a foot, long? foot long and uh okay. was it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah what do they call it there a 30 centimeter yeah yeah do they really yeah wow oh man that's funny so okay Maybe one of those 300 millimeters so like from following you on patreon i know like the whole online like store thing is something you're gonna like be rolling out really soon so like take mm-hmm. a minute and plug it like tell us all about it what, what oh, are you yeah. doing with it well, yeah, it's just um, I get a lot of feedback for people wanting stickers or my logo on something. And I just have so much fun building this business mm-hmm. for myself. And as I said, like the same thing with the videos, um, I'm trying to like I'm a super supporter when I go to a concert. I want to have the shirt. I want to have the vinyl. I want to have the stickers. I want to have everything I can buy because I know that this is proper support. Right. And right. this is just like I'd rather wear this shirt from, uh, I don't know, Frank Turner concert mm. than a shirt from Adidas. So, I don't know. I guess this just makes, in my little universe that I'm building, this makes sense to have merchandise because 
I would buy merchandise <laughs> and I would like to have yeah. it. <laughs> and yeah, I just, I don't think it will make a ton of money, but I just think it's super cool to have it. And yeah, I... When are you expecting it I to be ready? Uh, hopefully, like we're just waiting for the shirts, yeah. basically. Everything is here. And also, I have from studying design, I have so many designer friends and they are awesome and they make me super cool stickers and poster designs and shirt designs. And it's, I mean, it's great. I get, um, like, I can give them some attention if they make me a sticker and now yeah. I have this sticker pack with five stickers in it. I can sell them or, you know, give them away on a maker fair. It's awesome. It's just like, it's a, yeah. it's a way of communicating and respecting each other and respecting my brand, respecting other brands, and building, building, building this up. community even further. Right. Yeah, awesome. Now I know that I've, I've thought about doing that down the road too, and I know Mike, you already do yeah, sell some I'm, shirts and some stuff. So yeah. give us some advice. Uh, me? Yeah, tell us. Lay it on us. Just do it. I mean, do it. <laughs> that's Nike. Come yeah, on. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I mean, a while back, I got some shirts printed up, and I did them on a pre-order, actually, and I think that's a, I, I think I'm going to do that again. I've been working on designs. I've got three shirt designs that are going to be coming out here in probably mm-hmm. the next month or so. I've got a couple other like unique items, because I think that's fun to have. Is everyone, you yeah, know, yeah. everyone can have shirts, but I want to find a couple, like I said, unique items that yeah. people can, like, I guess that was kind of inspired by, you know the show Good Mythical Morning? You ever see that? Yeah. The red on Red no. and Link? But, uh, like, they have a coffee mug that's, like, their, it's got their Ooh. logo, and it's kind of, like, their kind of, like, specialty item. So I'm going to do that whenever I get everything printed up. I've got the design and everything ready for that. And Sweet. Yeah, it's just, I say just do it, because I was really surprised as to how many orders I got when I did. It was about oh, cool. a year ago that I got them printed up, and I did pre-orders. And if I didn't do pre-orders, I wouldn't have even printed up enough to cover what I sold on pre-orders. Okay. Um, so, granted, everything is relative. So I don't, you know, I don't know how much you're expecting or how much I, you know what I mean. But right, five hundred thousand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I think <laughs> that's just one of the things. Is same thing with Patreon. You know, being surprised at the amount of support that you guys get there. I think it's the same thing. Yeah. People want to support what they like. And if they yeah, can get a right. cool shirt with it or they can get a cool something along with it, all the better, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. I'm cool. trying to think now what would be like the weirdest thing that you could offer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Chewing know. Gum. I mean, yeah. when you go through my comments, my filtered comments, there would be plenty of stuff that I could <laughs> sell branded. <laughs> would be very, very weird. Yeah. <laughs> you just put, yeah, make shirts that have like the root. You, you and April could do the worst yeah, the comments that you guys get oh, on gosh. shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and then put the person's name and address real big so that it can embarrass yeah. them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So uh, I guess, should we go into the hypothetical question? I think so. It's a yeah. good one. Okay. I've heard it. Hopefully. No. <laughs> I've heard it. So this one was actually kind of tailor-made for Laura. Ooh. So I know, or from watching your videos, you're kind of a jack-of-all-trades. You know, you can woodwork, you can weld, you can you do bent lamination, all kinds of things that Mike and I have talked about on the podcast of wanting to get into. <laughs> so that obviously works great for a YouTube channel because it gives you the platform to show off all those things. Mm-hmm. But let's say that we're living in a different world, pre-internet or something, YouTube doesn't exist, and you're going to try to make a career out of just making stuff still. But, you know, you'd have to kind of rein it in a little bit. What do you think you would choose to do? I think it would probably go with woodworking mm-hmm. because it's, uh, I, I, would, I want to say the most versatile, but that's not true. I mean, metalworking is just as well. But I feel woodworking just from a, 
if I want to build my own job again, as I uh -huh. as we all did on YouTube, like if we want to make your perfect job, right. and I, yeah. if I had to decide for that, for me, woodworking, just the process is much more relaxing than metalworking. Metalworking okay. is always like, oh, that's a cool idea. We stick it together, fire, and then it's stress, and then I forgot mm -hmm. to wear my gloves, and there were blisters and whatnot, and the angle grinder. So woodworking is always, <laughs> I will take my time, and I have my coffee ready. Yeah. And this is, um, yeah, probably more enjoyable for the long run. And also, you could probably sell it easier than metal probably, furniture. Yeah. 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 So do you think you would do, like, like custom pieces? Is that what you'd envision yourself doing? Oh, or? no, please don't. No. no. <laughs> I don't think I would either. Yeah, I agree with you on no, that. No, no. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess if I had to, I could make a, I could get myself to get into that but this is really why i quit my job in the first place yeah. because i don't want to i don't want to yeah i don't want to work with clients to be honest that's true yes yeah. i mean there are a couple i had a couple really cool experiences but this is so rare and usually in those good experiences i was still the one who decided on the design yep. and i had a lot of freedom and i had a good budget and it was easy and it was summer and yeah it's like when you <laughs> so, find the client yeah. that says oh i like what you make I want a coffee mm -hmm. table, run with it, mm -hmm. and you know what I mean? You send them a couple designs and say, yeah. this is what I'm thinking, and they just give you a thumbs yeah. up on it. That's the best thing. But when they're like, oh, I want right. this, yeah. here's a picture from Pinterest, and yeah. you know, and stuff like that. Uh, that yeah. right. And then they're really yeah. critical of it. <laughs> usually right. it's more like, yeah, I saw your stuff, it's really awesome, we need a couch table. Yeah. Uh, I, like just like you can do whatever you want and it's okay so i need like 300 euros for the one what yeah the wall right, yeah. 300 you know what yeah ikea's can... ruined people for yeah knowing absolutely. what furniture costs absolutely that is so true yeah i know and one thing hmm. oh go ahead I'll no it's just like it, it. it's just not it doesn't matter how cool the build is if you're watching the time because you know that you have to be done in a day otherwise it doesn't make sense financially Mm -hmm. like that's I hate to be in that spot because I don't work that way and I don't like to think that way. But if money right. is such a pressure uh, thing, then I don't know. Nothing is fun anymore. Yeah. Right. I think that that part of it also is kind of like the paying the dues part of it where you, mm -hmm. you have to go through that. And then if you did it for a long enough time, you would yeah. build up that clientele that that is like what Mike was describing yep. mm -hmm. where, you know, they just trust you to do what you want. And, mm -hmm. you know, then you build up a stable of 50 clients that you have that are like that and that know what it costs and are willing to pay several thousand dollars for a piece. Now you can make a, a great business out of it, but you're going to kind of have to go through that other part of it Absolutely. to get yeah. to that point. Yeah. yeah, I think what I would do is I would try, cause there are, there's a few places local to me that, that do, that do this. And I think it would be what I would prefer is I would love to be on salary at a custom furniture place, not a place that takes custom mm -hmm. orders, but I would love to just basically make a line of furniture for a store. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. that, that would be the best thing for me. Cause I could just so more like the designing side of uh, it. Yeah. The designing and then building, you know, the first iterations of it. And then having people build like them for stock, but right. just really being able to dive it. Cause that's something I can't do now is really focus on a design and take my time with it and come up with multiple iterations of it. Cause it's always, mm -hmm. here's this project onto the next one. Um, and I think that's, that would be something that would be really cool to do is just say, okay, I need to make, you know, a line of furniture. I need three coffee tables, two console tables, you know, and this, that, and the other, and just be able to just take my time and refine them until I'm a hundred percent satisfied with them. 
Mm-hmm. That'd be a lot right. of fun. And then just be on salary to where I don't have to worry about s- selling them myself or having people come to me to buy yeah. them. Yeah, I think to kind of go back to what I was doing before, which was basically I had made a small line of furniture. So I had, you know, like eight pieces or whatever. And then 90% of my orders were those pieces, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but usually customized in some way, mm-hmm. which in a way is kind of the worst way to do it because yes. you <laughs> take out yeah, you take out the benefit of economies of scale where you can mm-hmm. just like build 10 of something yeah. and then sell them and it's a lot easier to produce those. But yeah. you so you take that benefit out, but you still have the boringness of building the same thing over and over. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think it would be nice to kind of do that, but just kind of stick to your guns of these are not customizable. Yep. So maybe you mm-hmm. just make it in a couple different sizes and then Either, you know, to start off, maybe you do have to produce them on your own, but then you get to a point where you can start outsourcing that and then you just focus more on the design. Or the other way to do it would just be if you have that luxury of get yourself to a point where you're just doing very high-end custom commissioned pieces. Yeah. Those are kind of the, the yeah. two ways to go for me. But, yeah, it's uh, easier said than done. So Exactly. Thank Absolutely. God for YouTube, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Google. Laura, do you have anything else that, like, maybe we didn't touch on? Anything you want to plug that we didn't? already mentioned i had a i had a question for you guys oh, wow. but okay let's yeah but I f- no no yeah i wish i could remember it oh. I, um, <laughs> I wanted to write it down when we started it and i i drew the first letter it's an a but i, okay. I don't remember the question i'm sorry <laughs> oh that's fine <laughs> <laughs> let's just think of a question that starts with an yeah. a <laughs> are you <laughs> yeah, yeah there you go. it probably was r <laughs> no and nothing really to plug okay. um I'm just I'm just super happy with how things are rolling, and I hope it continues. Okay, so we like to round it out by saying, like, where can people find you at, right? Where do you? Okay, actually, we did this a couple of weeks ago. We said, mm-hmm. obviously, wh- like, what's our YouTube channel? It's your name, but like, where can we find yeah. you at? But what video should they watch first? Like, what's the introduction oh. to you? Okay, I think. Um like I did this one Google commercial thing for the watch where I cut, where I edited a lot of my projects to a one minute uh-huh. video. I think that's that's like, it's called the magic minute. That's a good start. But mm-hmm. I think my, my favorite video is the, the happy machine. Yeah. So I would, I would start with the happy machine. Okay. Do they start at part one or do they see the, do they see the final result and then go back? Go, go right to the final. And then okay. if you like it, you can go back. Perfect. <laughs> nice. All right, Chris, where are you? I am on YouTube, as we've said before. I always, you know what I always say. Yeah. Google Four Eyes Furniture, yeah. and you'll find me. Awesome. Yeah. Or just say my name three times. I think I said that before, too. I'm like Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying to get better at Instagram. I'm trying to, like, use it more. So I'm going to plug that. I'm going to say, follow me at Modern Builds if you're not. Um, and like I said, I'm trying to post more. I mean, me and Laura were actually featured on the same uh, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. same article. So that was a pretty yeah, cool German, thing. Yeah, German Wired. Yeah, along Yo, with Adam Savage, yeah. which I felt... And Simone Yetch, li- yes. I, I felt so honored from that. Just like, yeah. I know it's still just an article, but I was like, wow. No, I, those things mean the made, world yeah. to me. Yeah. I'm on a top 10 with Adam Savage. <laughs> Holy cow. So, but anyways, um, yep. if, if, if you enjoyed the show and you're not already subscribed, we, we really, you know, we'd love to have you subscribed. But what we would really, really appreciate is a, a solid review. Whether you got nice things to say, a little bit of constructive criticism, let us know because we're always trying to make the show better. We're still in its infancy, so we're, we're down to introduce new segments and new ideas. Um, and if you do have any ideas that you want to send us, maybe it's not through a review, you can contact us at 
www. the not the just www. modernmakerpodcast.com. We got a contact form. You can leave a voice message. You can leave a. You can type us a message, whichever you prefer. And you know, give us give us a hypothetical, maybe even throw a little bit of the weight off of Chris's shoulders. And yeah, I guess that's really all I got to say. Does anyone have anything else? Ask us a question that starts with B for next yeah. week. <laughs> We're just going to run through the alphabet. Exactly. Well, awesome. Uh, ben will be back with us next week. We didn't even tell. We didn't even say where Ben was. I just realized. Did you know? Do you did you notice that? We no. just said Ben out of sight, out yeah, of mind. Yeah, we just said Ben isn't here, and we got Laura. We just forgot about him completely. But Ben will be back next week. He's in New York City uh, doing some Ooh. business stuff, and uh, yeah, he'll be back. So. I guess that's all I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Later.